Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Brand new Bang and I Rapport Stereo Podcast is here. Higgity, have no fear. Museum quality podcasting on today's I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. I thought he was done, but he ain't done. Kanye West has cracked the code on Juminati. Oh my God. How did you find out about Juminati? I break that down. Plus two sick animals go into a museum and ruin a Vinnie Van Gogh painting. And the NFL, wacky, wonderful, weekend at large. All that morning, fantastic, high-flying, hard-hitting, hard-body karate. I am Rapport Serial Podcast coming up right now. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Start this puppy up with something real nice. Start this puppy up with something real loud. But most importantly, start this motherfucker off with something real funky. This is the I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Let's go. The Iron Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption. Welcome to the Ziggity 
the Ziggity, the what? The Ziggity Zone of Disruption. My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the Sultan of Sniff, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi, a.k.a. the Raging Bullshitter, a.k.a. Mr. New York, a.k.a. Mr. 212, a.k.a. the Jewish Jake LaMotta, a.k.a. the Jewish Brad Pitt. You are now rocking with the very... Very best. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is in su casa. That's Spanish for in the house for my non-Spanish speaking friends. Feeling good. Feeling really good. I hope everybody out there is also feeling really good. Feeling safe. Feeling sane. We are, if you could believe it or not, we are heading towards the end of October. October is almost Done, which will bring us to November, which is when people start saying happy holidays. Happy fucking holidays is upon us. 2022 will be in the past. And of course, at the end of the year, we'll start thinking about what this year means historically, what it meant to you, what it means to just everybody. But in the meantime, welcome to the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. I'm feeling really good. Like I said last week, I had a little, because people were asking me, what what happened to your finger? What happened to your hand? And I had a squeamish, I had a, a squeamish carp. It's a, I went to the doctor and I asked the, the lady who stitched me up. I'm going to tell a great story here too. A squeamish carcinoma. I said it right. A little um, precancerous thing in my hand that they had to cut out. So I got about seven stitches in my hand there. No issues, do not worry. People were saying, get well, Godspeed, you're praying for me. There's nothing to, there's absolutely, they cut it out. They cut the fucking thing out. There's nothing to pray for me about. There's nothing to worry about. I'll take, if you want to pray for me in general, I'll take the, trust me, I I could use all the praying you got, but you do not have to pray for my squamous carcinoma. Okay, it's out. It was a little thing. They cut it out. They sent it to the lab and, the precancerous stuff that was in there um, is gone. Okay, uh, I said it before. I've had them a few times. I have another one on this hand. I had one on this hand. I had one on the side of my head. I had one on my lip. I had one on my chin. Uh, some people tried to say I, I had some sort of a some sexually uh, transmitted disease. People accuse me of that. Talking about a person who's dealing with uh, potential skin cancer. You want to make fucking jokes about that? But we're not going to go down that uh, road. But I will tell you. I had to get my stitches restitched. And the reason why I had to get my stitches restitched, because after the last museum quality I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast, which I announced my squamous marcinoma, I had a, a bigger bandage on here. And this, my hand was like numb because I had just gotten the procedure done. So they, they shoot your hand up. You can't really feel anything. And obviously, uh, my wife, who, uh, you know, uh, she's always worried and concerned about uh, all things pertaining to my health, and it's a laundry list of things. If it's not one thing, it's another thing. If it's not flat feet hurting, it's, uh, for some reason, my calves are tightening up. If it's not that, it's being in the hospital for pneumonia. If it's not that, it's lungs. If it's not that, I'm shitting on the freeway. If it's not shitting in the freeway, I'm shitting in Central Park. It's just one thing after another. It's coughing, it's phlegming, it's mucus. It's a solid stool. It's a loose stool. It is just, I mean, if you're married, let alone if you know me, 
But if you're married to me and you're in the trenches and you have to deal with all that stuff, it's just one thing after another. I mean, I, I got, uh, what am I doing? I'm doing an infusion tomorrow because I'm on something for the, it's just also, but I'm also doing great. I also planked for five and a half minutes yesterday. Did you plank for five and a half? Five and a half minutes yesterday. Five minutes and 30 seconds. I, me, and even my wife said, holy shit, she watched me plank. She fucking watched, I mean, she wasn't like sitting there staring at me the whole time, but she was on the couch like filing her nails and, you know, and, and she was right there. I don't even need to videotape my planks anymore. It's just, planking is a way of life for me. Five minute planks for me, it's just, I do that. I fucking do that. I'm going to share a story with you before I share a story with you about this. One time about, I don't fact check, seven years ago, eight years ago, I was at the studio with Pharrell, my friend Loic, Frenchman Loic, Busta Rhymes, some studio in LA, some music, they had like a courtyard outside. It's like they're there. They have the whole, I don't know how it works when you're Pharrell. I don't know how it works. There's a courtyard, there's cheese, a chartreuse place. It's Pharrell. We were in uh, essentially a shitty part of Hollywood, but where this studio was and the courtyard, you thought you were in like, I don't know, south of France. That's what it feels. When you're around Pharrell, there's the decadence of you feel like you're in south of France. You could be in fucking in Brooklyn somewhere in Fort Greene, but if you're with Pharrell, you feel like you're in the south of France. I don't remember why I was there. My friend, uh, Loic, Frenchman Loic, he said, come to the stew. They call it the stew. That's what they call it. That's, that's hip hop shit. They say, come to the stew. And it's a two for one because uh, it's stew for studio and then the stew where we're cooking things up. Anyway, so I go to the studio. I'm talking to Busta Rhymes. I think they were doing a song. I don't know. I don't fact check. This is a while ago. When you go to the stew as much as I do, these experiences, uh, they all sort of meld and blend together. Somehow, some way, get into a conversation with Pharrell about working out, maybe Busta Rhymes about him working out. I, I don't know. And casually, while we're eating from a charcuterie plate at the stew, in Hollywood, Pharrell says, P, that's what his friends call him. I'm talking about skateboard P, Pharrell, you know, because I'm happy Neptune's that guy. He says he did a 10-minute plank. Pharrell says he did. And I was like, what the fuck? And Buster Ron was like, what the fuck? And he, I was like, 10 minutes? He goes, yeah, word, yo, I'm telling you, I did a 10-minute plank. I've done it a few times. I was like, 10 fucking minutes? And Buster Rhymes who you could imagine, his expressions and his responses to things are so ginormous. He was like, son, how you do? I tried to do that shit before. Planking, my shit was shaking and all. I don't do a great Buster Rhymes impression, but that was, my shit was shaking and shit like that, God. And I'll never forget this conversation. And Pharrell will never forget telling me about it because I was so bugged out by hearing Anyone, let alone Pharrell, who, like, he goes, I was like, do you work out? He was like, nah. I was like, how the fuck do you do a 10-minute? Did you work up to doing a 10-minute plank? And I can't remember. It certainly wasn't, like, a big deal to him that he did, did a 10-minute plank. He knew it was impressive, and he knew it was unusual. But, because I think we were talking about, like, why don't you age? Because I think Pharrell's, like, 74, 
70, maybe 73 right now, and he literally is frozen. He looks 33 years old. For all, stopped aging. That might have been how the conversation started. And like we were talking about working out, and, and he was talking about eating fried chicken. He was eating, he's talking about how he doesn't work out and he eats like shit, but he could do a 10-minute plank. And I remember I made, when I hear stories, there's been a few stories, some I can't repeat. Let me tell you something. I have some stories about rappers that I can never repeat. You'd have to waterboard me to, for me to share them. That's all I'm going to say. But I was just like so impressed. And, you know, the next person that came in the room was like, yo, tell him that you did a 10-minute plank. Like I wanted verification. Like I wanted, to, I wanted to trick him to see if he was lying. Like every time he told the story, and it was probably like three times I made him tell the story in like a 20-minute span. I wanted to see if he was differentiating because I wanted to catch him in a lie. And why would Skateboard P lie about doing a 10-minute plank? That being said, I did a five-and-a-half-minute plank just yesterday. And the other day while I was recovering, my hand was in recovery from carcinoma, loma, loma thing on my hand. I, it was about 7.30. We were watching NFL football, Thursday night football, which they should abolish, just like Warren Sapp said on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. Thursday night football, stop it. The games stink. The matchups stink. I know the NFL can't predict that. Who would have thought that you got like one touchdown in two weeks? Stop it. Maybe try Friday night football. Give them an extra night of rest. You know, uh, people are in the house. Try Friday night football or Saturday night football. Do something. Thursday night football is not it. It stinks. And shout out to Thursday night football for bringing in Marshawn Lynch, a.k.a. Beast Mode, because three weeks ago I was saying that that pregame show sucks. And maybe you listen to the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, maybe you don't. But thank God they're bringing in Marshawn Lynch. The point being is, while we were watching the game, in bed, I had to go take a leak, okay? Uh, and I went to the kitchen, and I got myself some potato chips. And my wife, who's always looking out for my best interests, always, a, a, you know, a good eater. She's definitely clamping down. You know, she's in a diet phase now. She, she don't fuck around. See, when I diet phase, like if I diet, unless I'm starving myself on that starvation diet, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to cheat. And I was talking to my wife about cheating in on diets, and she said that she cheated the other day, and she cheated into her diet app. I said, you cheated in your diet? I said, you're cheating to yourself because you're the diet app, of course, you, that's like an easy cheat, but like, you, who are you really cheating to? But when I say, I'm not doing diet apps, I'm saying if I am on some sort of diet and I'm not like literally starving myself, I will cheat. I'm not dieting right now. The point is I went in there to get some potato chips and my wife could hear me ruffling around in the bag. She hears the bag. It's a very distinct noise. Hand in the potato chips. My wife gets up out of bed, nude, grabs the fucking bag while my right hand which I could barely feel because it just got stitched up and it's coming off the pain medication that they put in there, the stitching, whatever the fuck. She grabs the fucking bag and grabs right on my stitches. And the whole incident lasted about three seconds. It felt like time stopped. I couldn't speak. It was so fucking painful. I, I was like, like, and she's grabbing, she's like, get off the fucking things. Why are you eating the potato chips? We're intermittent fasting. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, my fucking hand, my fucking hand. And I take my hand and she's like, oh my God, I forgot. And I go, you fucking ruined my hand, my fucking hand. And I go in the bathroom and sure enough, 
I take off the thing. The stitches are popped. My hand's fucking bleeding. I'm freaking out. She's like, oh my God, I'm sorry. Oh my God, I'm sorry. But she, while she's saying, oh my God, I'm sorry. Oh my God, I'm sorry. She takes the potato chips out of my hand. Like she didn't want me to cheat and have... I'm like, yo, you fucking ruined my hand. You broke my fucking hand. The stitches are popped. And she's like, no, they aren't. I go, look, look. And she's like, ah, bleeding. I have to call the doctor. It's like 8.30 now. I call the doctor. I go, yo, doc, uh, the stitches, you know, they they came out. And she goes, what happened? I go, it's a long story, but I'll tell you about it tomorrow. Like, what do I do? Do I have to go to the emergency room? Like, is my hand going to get cut off? And the doctor said, just wrap it up. We could come in tomorrow. Bop, 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 bop. I had to get restitched. Anyway, for about 16 or 17 hours, my wife felt so bad. And it's so far and few between where my wife fucks up. And not only did she fuck up here, she almost had me, I almost said, who couldn't, anything could happen. I could have had to get my fucking hand cut off. So I was like, can you make me this? Can you make me that? Can I get a cup of coffee? Uh, babe, can you get me some, I'm milking this shit. She felt so fucking bad. Nonetheless, I got restitched and we're on the road to recovery, which doesn't need any praying. I am Rappaport Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby, needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick. In the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're probably saying to yourself, Mike Rapp, why were you five-minute planking yesterday? And I say, because it's a way of life. But I had to do a short workout because I can't lift weights until probably three or four days because of the things on my hand. I can't hold the bar, and I like that heavy steel. Bop, 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 bop. I'm doing a core workout. But I was pre-game planking for day two at BravoCon. Now, people that don't fuck with reality TV and that don't fuck with... Bravo like I do, and don't fuck with the real housewives, and don't fuck with uh, Man Overboard, not Man Overboard, um, what's the sailing one? Below Deck. Don't stop listening. Don't stop listening here. Because I went to not one day. I went to two, two days, two fucking days of BravoCon. Not one, two days at BravoCon. And I was there... Um, doing a panel one day and performing in a reading of an old Real Housewives of New York episode. They did a live reading. And let me tell you something. Somebody, and Andy Cohen's definitely one of them, somebody is making money hand over fist because it was packed. Packed, packed, packed at BravoCon. BravoCon was a packed house at the Jacob Javits Center. I don't know how many people were there, but it was thousands, crazed. It was like the fucking Beatles were there. And everywhere you went, I was in Bravo, Real Housewives heaven. They were like, you walk in the place and they're golf carting you to where you go because Javits Center is a big convention center. If you're not from New York, Jacob Javits Center is like the convention center in Manhattan. They're golf carting you to one room, to a green room, to the bath cart. And you, you, I went into the bathroom and I saw a real house husband of New Jersey taking a piss right next to me. You walk out, you bump into Kyle Richards and Dorit from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills right outside the bathroom. And I'm like, I had never met Kyle Richards. I was like, oh shit. Kyle Richards, who not only is a real housewife of Beverly Hills, she's uh, starred in all the Halloween movies uh, with Jamie Lee Curtis uh, since she was a, a child. She's Kathy Hilton's sister. And I was bugging. And then you walk here and you see a real housewife of Dubai. Then there's another real housewife of Dubai. Then there's the captain from below deck. Then there's the other captain from below deck um, yachting. And I was just like, holy fucking shit. Like I was elated, elated. And day one, my wife didn't come with me. But I was there. Uh, there must have been in this one room, there must have been a thousand people. And they said, and the room held 3,500 people. There was only a thousand people in that room. And they said the event earlier, there was 4,500 people. The fire marshal had to come. And I'm hearing screaming and yelling from fans like they were at a fucking Justin Bieber concert. Like people are going insane for real housewife husbands, husbands of, uh, of Jersey. They're going nuts for uh, people from, from all the shows. And I went home. I said, babe, you have to come with me tomorrow. And she said, I don't want to go. I said, let me tell you something. These people... These housewives, these Bravo people give us, give you so much joy. And we have an opportunity 
Must-watch TV in our home is only Bravo. You watch sports reluctantly. The only thing that we want, it's part of our relationship. The Real Housewives of New York, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Real Housewives of Potomac, the Real Housewives of Atlanta, the Real Housewives of Miami, the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, the Real Housewives of Orange County, and the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills have been part of our relationship for years. And you have a chance to see these stars in person. I am telling you that I had a fantastic day at BravoCon. I insist you come to BravoCon day two. And she took that in for a minute and she said, fuck yeah, I'm in. And we went back the next day and I'm telling you, the only thing that I could equate it to is being at the NBA All-Star Game. I've been at many, many NBA All-Star Games. And the Friday and Saturday before the All-Star Game, it's always at a convention center. And you'll be walking around the convention center. And you'll be like, oh, shit, there's Rick Mahorn. And then you get on an elevator and you're like, oh, shit, Derek Rose, what the fuck, man? Ah, yo. And like, I'm, I'm, a lot of times I'm with my kids and they're like, oh, shit, Derek Rose. Or you're, you're, you're walking, you're in the bathroom. One time, me and my two sons, they must have been about seven or five, went into a urinal and Amari Stoudemire, when he played for the Phoenix Suns, was in the bathroom. That's exactly what BravoCon was like. It was, the place was, it was packed with Bravo all-stars, Bravo celebrities from all the shows. And I was elated and I was fanning out. And I told my wife, I said, when we go there, don't try to act cool. Don't try to act like we're better than them. Because honestly, we're not better than them. This is our day to show them that they're either better than us and how much we appreciate them. We're not going to be too cool. If you, if you saw Jennifer Aniston, like walking down the Jacob Javits Center, you were a Friends fan, you'd lose your shit. I said, babe, there goes fucking, there goes Kyle Richards from, we ran into her again. We saw Dolores from New Jersey, Heather Gay from Salt Lake City. We saw Whitney Rose from Salt Lake City. We saw Erica Jane from The Real Houses of Beverly Hills, who's on fire right now. The much scrutinized Erica Jane, who we've met before, but when you see her in real life, you're like, holy shit, we saw Dr. Wendy. We saw Dr. Wendy. We saw their husbands. And we left after I did this panel with seven housewives. And we, we literally were exhausted from the adrenaline, the excitement, and the pleasure that we got from meeting these people that give us and the world so much fucking joy. I was selfie. I was that annoying fan that I talk about who comes up to me. I was interrupting them. They could be talking to their their friend they could be talking to somebody i was I, I'm, I'm that guy i need the selfie hold on no i'm pulling people like i'm pulling karen huger lagrand dom i interrupted karen huger I, I she didn't she i made her take a selfie with me and if you see the selfie with me and lagrand dom she didn't want to take the selfie with me it was bad lighting she had to go on a panel i saw the green-eyed bandits from uh, potomac i saw candace from potomac it was a fantastic, fantastic experience. And people were like, why would you go to that? And I say to them, why wouldn't you go to that, you fuck? You watch the shows? You watch the shows, yet you're too good to go to BravoCon? You DVR the shows, yet you're too good to go to BravoCon? So you think you're better than what you're watching. You got it fucked up. That's called reality TV shame. You're ashamed 
of being a reality TV fan, a reality TV watcher. You're ashamed of what you're watching. If you saw Lamar Jackson at the Jacob Javits Center, you'd freak the fuck out because you fuck with Lamar Jackson. Well, God damn it, if you see a real housewife of Potomac, you better treat them the same way because they're giving me, for me, they're giving me the same joy. It's the same fucking thing. And I want to treat them with the respect that I treat Steph Curry with. I treat Erica Jane with the same respect that I treat Shaquille O'Neal with. Okay? I treat Derek Kimsley with the same fucking respect I treat Steve Nash with when I met him. And I'll tell you one thing. Not one of them was rude to me. They were all nice. They were all sweet. Even the ones who I pulled away and I was rude while they were taking the selfies. And at all my All-Star games, just to put a pin in this, at all my All-Star games, and I met them all, Dr. J, Magic Johnson, the late, great Moses Malone, Omari Stoudemire, fucking Chris Mullen, Mitch Richmond, Tim Hardaway, all of them, Bill Russell, the only fucking person, the only one, Carmelo Anthony, Jeremy Lin at the height of Lin Sanity, Dwight Howard, Nate Robinson, Dominique Wilkins, Dirk Nowinski, Tim Dyer, Paul Pierce. The only motherfucker who was ever rude, not just to me, but to my kids when they were young, when they were babies, is that fuck LeBron James. You fuck you. You fuck you. You fuck you. You fuck you. Anyway, regardless, it was a great weekend. I had a fantastic time at BravoCon. Had a fantastic uh, weekend of fantasy football. Won both my games. Uh, beat the shit out of that little, that little twerp. Ben Bardo in the Stern Fantasy Football League. Beat his ass real nice. And real proper-like. And then I won in my money league. Shout out to my entire team, Rappaport's Delight, a.k.a. A History of Violence, a.k.a. There Will Be Blood, a.k.a. Make It Stop, Make It Stop. Fantastic weekend of fantasy football. Going to talk a little football in a little bit. Something that I found really disturbing, besides Kanye West going on Drink Champs for three hours and 20 minutes, the other day, these two, I believe they identify as pigs, I thought they were women, and then I had read up on it, and I, I'm, I don't fact check. We don't fact check at the I Am Rapport Stereo Pockets, but these two pigs, they identify as pigs. These two pigs went into a museum in London armed with tomato soup and crazy glue. And they took their tomato soup out at the museum in front of a... Vinnie Van Gogh, a Vincent Van Gogh, probably one of the most recognizable, famous paintings in the world. The Vincent Van Gogh, the VVG, Vinnie Van Gogh's infamous, famous, iconic sunflower painting, which I, my father had a duplicate, you know, like a poster, like a, like a duplicate, a cheap version in our house growing up. I've always seen that painting. Everybody has seen that painting. It's been used in commercials, Apple commercials. You've seen the Vincent Van Gogh sunflower painting. These two pigs went into this museum. These two animals went into the museum 
with tomato soup, these fucks. They took out the tomato soup, threw the tomato soup at the Vinnie Van Gogh painting, and then proceeded to crazy glue their hands against the wall. While onlookers were going, security! They were on their like knees, they sat down, they, they crazy glued their hands to the wall so they couldn't be taken away. And people are going, security, security. And then they're going on about global warming and oil and all these things, environmental pollution and all this stuff. Meanwhile, there's two cans of tomato soup on Vinnie Van Gogh's sunflowers painting. And you could hear people that were watching them literally gasp like, <gasps> like when I watched it, I was like, <gasps> like, oh shit. And these two pigs, like I said, they identify as pigs Allegedly, I don't know. That's what I heard on the internet. You can't always believe, but that's what I read on the internet. So for now, I'm going to just say that these two pigs, one who had their hair uh, bleached, I don't know if it's purple or pink, which I'm sure is toxic and terrible for the environment. They went on a speech about how uh, global warming and oil and all these things and how, uh, why would you uh, protect the painting, but you don't want to protect the environment? And there's some people that are too poor to do this, too poor to do that. And I'm saying, you fuck, you fuck, you just wasted two good cans of tomato soup, you little shit, you. What about the, the tomato soup? You could have given those, those two cans of tomato soup to some homeless people outside the museum. And what about that bleach in your hair? You think that was good for the environment, you fucking weirdo, you? You little creep. And Vincent Van Gogh, who had a miserable life, he had a fucked up life. Vinnie Van Gogh's life was terrible. He had mental illness. He was broke. No one bought his paintings. He was a vagrant. He was, he was out of his fucking mind. He was nuts. He cut his own ear off. He was that fucking nuts. He cut his own ear off. And you two little shits want to desecrate his painting? Hey, you're all about the global this and the, the heating and the oil and the fractors. Factors. What is it? Faction? Factions? The fracking? Nice. What about the fuck? I want to go to the goddamn museum. I don't want to see a Vincent Van Gogh painting with tomato soup on it. I want to see the Vincent Van Gogh painting the way he intended me to see it. But you ruined that. You ruined it, you little shits. I can't even go to see the Vincent Van Gogh sunflower painting the way he intended. He cut, he cut his fucking ear off. That's how much he... Talk about the Mamba mentality. Let's talk about the Vinnie Van Gogh mentality. He cut his fucking ear off. Thinking about a way to create this beauty, this beautiful painting, and you desecrated with tomato soup, you little shit, you. You wasted two good cans of tomato soup, and then you go on a speech about how people can't afford to eat. And you got the, you crazy glued your hands to the wall. Honestly, if I had been at the MoMA or the Met, and that happened when I was there, and these little fucking twerps had crazy glued their hand to the wall, I'd have ripped their fucking crazy glue hand off the wall. I would have bugged out. You got no right doing that, and I hope they lock you the fuck up for 10 years, and we'll see what kind of, you, you'll be coming out talking a whole new song. I hope they lock you up, and the only thing they serve you is processed meat, because I'm sure they're vegetarians. Only vegetarians act like that. No disrespect to the vegetarians out there, but only a vegetarian only someone who's malnourished is eating green juices and granola and like, you know, nuts. 
has the audacity, is so selfish and so about themselves, so narcissistic that you protest by ruining Vinnie Van Gogh's painting who chopped his fucking ear off to create and you ruined it. You ruined it for the rest of the world. Now it turns out that these two little shits who identify as pigs, these two little pigs got lucky because allegedly, you don't know what to believe anymore, but allegedly they had glass over the Vinnie Van Gogh painting. The Sunflowers painting had glass over. Thank goodness. But this is what it is, though. This will start a trend. You'll see other little shits, other little uh, green juice drinking, malnourished vegetarians, vegans, who only, yeah, I don't know what kind of milk they drink, uh, soy milk, oat milk, coconut milk, hemp milk, whatever the fuck you're drinking, whatever kind of impossible burgers you're on, you're hopped up on that fakey bakey. This is going to encourage other people to go into museums and who knows, they might do it to a Basquiat. Ah, do it to a Basquiat. Then you're going to be accused of being racist. You fuck. Do it to, you want to do it to a Pablo Picasso or an Eddie Hopper? No. Why don't you stay at home? Don't go to the museums with your tomatoes. Protest another way. You crazy glued your fucking hell. It was very, very upset. I found it very upsetting. I found it very offensive and very selfish that these people think... See, this is why you need bullying. You need bullying and you need jail reform. And when I say jail reform, prison reform, we need to keep people like this in prison more because who knows who's next? They could go into the Sistine Chapel. They could go to the MoMA, the LA Museum of Art, and, and, and they could desecrate a Picasso or, or a Basquiat. What's next is my question. Hashtag, what's next? I am Rappaport Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby, needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok, will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. 
My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What else is going on? So last week, I went on a... 20 plus minute rant about kooky Kanye West and I was like there's there's no more to say can't I, I don't have the the words I don't know what more I could say about kooky Kanye West I thought he was done the Defcon 3 and the Defcon 3 and the the Jewish media and somehow some way he he surpassed last week he trumped himself. He doubled down this week. Kanye, Kanye West, yay. How the fuck you calling yourself these days, you whack job? It's 3.34 p.m., Kanye. Have you taken your mood stabilizers yet? It's 3.34 p.m. Have you taken your mood stabilizers today? I have, and I'm glad I have. And I'm just checking on you to see if you also took your mood stabilizers today. And if you haven't taken your mood stabilizers today, stop what you're doing. Because I'm about to ruin. And go take your mood stabilizers. All of you, including myself, but specifically you, Kooky Kanye West. Go take your fucking mood stabilizers. And, and, and maybe you need to go to a new therapist and get a new script. Because whatever you're on, it ain't working. It ain't working. This fucking guy went on LeBron James show The Shop and was talking so out of pocket to LeBron James and uh, his partner. What's his partner's name? Top Gun. The partner's name. What's the partner's name? LeBron James' partner. Uh, Maverick. He's talking so out of pocket. With LeBron James and Maverick Carter, that they said, fuck it, Kanye. We're not even airing it. You, you ain't bringing this ship down. You ain't Leonardo DiCaprio and, and Kate Winsletting this ship. You're talking wild on the yard. They didn't even air your episode. And then you blamed it on the Jewish, the Jewish media. Kanye, you went on Noriega's Drink Champs and you said, that you went on LeBron's show and the Jewish media didn't allow LeBron. So LeBron, basically what you said was that LeBron James is being controlled by the Jewish media. Fuck. This is one of many, many, many things this asshole said on Noriega. 
Drink Champs, great podcast, game-changing podcast, excellent podcast, deserve everything they get. He talked about so much wacky, kooky shit, and he kept saying, I, there should somebody will fact check. Somebody will do a fact check account on how many times he said Jewish, Jews, and Jewish media. It ain't going to be me, motherfucker. It ain't going to be me. Um, but he was all over the place, and everything comes back to the Jewish media. And I have some groundbreaking news for you, Kanye West, and anybody else out there who's been accusing uh, the Jews, the Jewish media of controlling everything. You guys are right. Jumanati is real. Jumanati is really real. I don't know how the code got cracked. I don't know who gave up the passwords, the codes, who gave up the information to Kanye West, but Jumanati is real. It's always been real. Oh, it's always been real. And us Jews, because we all, we all know each other. We all have each other's phone numbers. There's actually a text chain that was created, I'd say, in about 2019. All of us are on there. All the Jews, not just the ones in the Jewish media. There's a text chain of Jewish doctors, Jewish lawyers, Jewish jewelers, of course, uh, the Jewish media, and Jewish Hollywood, collectively and separately. Somehow, someway, Kanye West got word of these text chains of the Jewish lawyers, Jewish doctors, Jewish jewelers, of course, Jewish Hollywood, the Jews who run Hollywood, and the Jewish media. He infiltrated it. But Jumanati is real. And you're right, Kanye. Uh, we all are in cahoots. We're all rich. Pfft. Let me tell you something. I don't go on TV like you, Kanye, and every other word out of my mouth is saying you're a billionaire, but I'm, I'm also a billionaire. And not only am I a billionaire, every other Jew is a billionaire. We're all billionaires. How the fuck did you find out? We're all, if we're not all billionaires, we're multimillionaires. Every single Jew that you see on the street is super fucking rich. We're swimming in money. How did you find out Jew Manati is real? It's been real. It's a gang. It's a corrupt gang. Fuck the Crips. Fuck the Bloods. Fuck the Latin Kings. Jew Manati is who you should be worried about. We are dangerous. Uh, I got jumped in. I, you got to get jumped in. Just being Jewish isn't enough. You got to get jumped in. They jumped me in when I was about uh, 12. It was right before my bar mitzvah. That's usually how it works, uh, Kanye. I don't know if you've gotten this deep in the in the Juminati, uh, the, the world of how it works, because you figured it all out. You cracked the code, you dumb fuck. Kanye, you cracked the code. Uh, you get jumped in right before your bar mitzvah. A bunch of other Jews come in, they beat the shit out of you. How do you think the Crips and the Bloods and the street gangs, uh, you know, came up with, they, oh, they, stole it, they stole it from the Jews. They stole that technique from the Jews. You get jumped in and there ain't no jumping out. Once you're in, you're in. And why would you ever want to leave Juminati? You're instantly rich. We have, I mean, I shit $100 bills, Kanye West. And Jewish Hollywood, um, I, the text chain, we were going crazy last night when we were like, how did he find out? Jewish media, because I'm also, I'm Jewish Hollywood and I'm Jewish media because, you know, I have a podcast, so I'm Jewish media. We were all like, how did he find out? Who told him? Who's the rat? Uh, who snitched? How did he crack the code, Kanye? And he went on and on and on and on. And inevitably, 
Kanye uh, came to terms with the fact that he, the reason why he's so upset at Jewish people, by the way, I don't like non-Jews referring to Jewish people as Jews. I do not like non-Jewish people referring to Jewish people as Jews. You say Jewish, Jewish people, Jewish person. I find it condescending. The Jew, the Jews, Jewish, Jewish. You can get the extra syllable out, okay? It don't take that much energy to say Jewish. Spit it out. We don't say Kath, the Caths. We say the Catholics, the Irish Catholics. But Kanye West said the reason why he has so much problems, so much animosity, so much hate is because he's jealous. He said this. He said, I am jealous. I'm jealous of how they all stick together. You dumb fuck. Who? Who's the they? Who is the they? How do you, non-Jew that you are, Kanye West, know that we as Jewish people all stick together? And why am I, Michael Rappaport, being left out? You dummy. You dummy. That I am Jew. And you said you can't be mad at them because you want to do the same. You You know what? That's, I, that's an important I, thing to I say. I can't be, but I am, because I'm jealous, because I'm a human being. And you want the same and, for... And I'm a competitor. I want my people to rise up like the Jewish people. I'm a competitor. I feel that if I am not the leader, I'm one of the strongest, most vocal leaders. And I feel Lauren is the leader. I feel like this multiple people that are leaders in this community, right? And I'm jealous of the Jewish community. I'm jealous of how the fact that they do not abort their people. I'm jealous of how the fact so they- So why not say on. that as I'm opposed je- to I'm saying it right now. It's coming now, let me say it, bro. It's coming now. It's coming now, let me say it. You have to get to it. I'm uh, jealous. I'm jealous of the fact of how they don't abort their babies. I'm jealous of the fact of how they stay with their wives. I'm jealous of the fact mm. of how they do business together. I'm jealous of the fact of how they read their contracts and understand their contracts. I'm jealous of the fact, I'm jealous of the way uh, Jewish people do business. And I'm jealous, not just for me, but for our entire culture. And I believe that once we rise up, that we will have a position to be able to serve God because it's not about taking over the world. God runs the world. We need to be in service to God and we all need to be in service to God. So I'm jealous. And you know what? Because when I would speak on the, the Khaled and Drake record, why I speak on that? Out of jealousy. When I was speaking on Drake, why I speak on that? Out of jealousy. While I'm speaking on the Jewish culture, why I'm speaking on that? Out of jealousy. I'm jealous of the Jewish culture. If I went on or anybody else went on and said these kinds of wild stereotypes about black people or any other group of people, you know, I would be vaporized. There's a cancel culture vaporization process. I would literally be vaporized and said, yo, black people, they all do this. Or Mexicans, they all, I would, I disappear. But you went on to admit how you're jealous of these stereotypes that you've conjured up in your fucking head. You said you don't read books. You're, you're proud that you don't read books. I'm not a big reader too. Not that you need to read things and know things, but you've cracked the code somehow, not by uh, reading books or talking to any Jews, because you also said uh, someone from the Holocaust Museum invited him to go to the Holocaust Museum. And you said, come to Planned Parenthood. That's our Holocaust. Before you found God, Kanye, 
before you found uh, this religion that, that you're in now, how many times, Kanye West, did you take trips to Planned Parenthood? How many times did you take a girl to Planned Parenthood, you fuck? Now that's your Holocaust? No, people go, see, I'm, I, no, the Holocaust is the Holocaust. The Holocaust isn't Planned Parenthood. 9-11 isn't the Holocaust. Slavery wasn't the Holocaust. The Holocaust wasn't slavery. Stop comparing tragedies. And yes, it doesn't matter. But Kanye also went on to talk about how when his kids were kidnapped, how black culture, how Meek Mill, how Puff Daddy, and how the culture, he literally blamed black culture, everybody in black culture, didn't take care of him when his kids were being kidnapped by the Kardashians. You're a 45-year-old man. You need, why would any, you're 45, a 45-year-old billionaire motherfucker. Man up and deal with that shit yourself. You got divorced. Big fucking deal. Your kids didn't get kidnapped. Imagine what this fucking guy has done to Kim Kardashian. And I'll say this, that, and the third about Kim Kardashian, but I'm team Kardashian. Imagine being married to this fucking guy. Imagine what you put her through. The tangents, the fucking, the highs, the lows. You probably freaked her out many times, freaked the family out many times. You're popping shit to her, popping, popping shit to the brother. You're talking crap. I'm glad she divorced you. And now you want black culture. You want everybody to take care of you because you got divorced you got divorced motherfucker there's people who can't see have no legs no arms and you're complaining because you got divorced it happens you fucking probably did it to yourself you're 45 year old man you need the world to babysit you Kanye West fuck you there's so many worse things going on in the world a billionaire got divorced from his wife with his beautiful kids that are well taken care of and you need the world to babysit you're a fucking you're a bitch ass hoe you're a bitch-ass, whiny motherfucking 45-year-old who's put on weight, okay, who can't grow up. Grow the fuck up. Stop blaming the Jews. Stop blaming black culture. Stop blaming LeBron James. Stop blaming the Jewish media. Stop blaming Juminati. And grow the fuck up, you baby. You're a fucking baby. You're 45 years old. Cut the bullshit. It's ridiculous. You got divorced. Big deal. Dust yourself off. You're with a new beautiful girl the other day. I know it sucks. Your little Kim. You thought you could get back Kim. She moved on. Pistol Pete. Kanye Pistol Pete. He opened her up real nice. And real proper. You're jealous of the Jews? If I were you, I would be really, really jealous of Pistol Pete Davidson. Pistol Pete Skeet Davidson. Opened your wife up real nice. And real proper for nine months. And then he bounced. That was wreck. That was wreck for him. Grow the fuck up, Kanye. You're 45 years old. The crazy thing about the whole Kanye thing is, and this is the last thing I'm going to say about it, is that the same right-wing media, the Tucker Carlson's, the Sean Hannity's, listen, even Dick Stain Donald Trump said this guy, yo, Dick Stain Donald Trump came out and said, you need help, Duke. If Dick Stain Donald Trump is separating himself from somebody, you're out of your fucking tree, Kanye West. You're nuts. Dick Stain said, I'm not fucking with this dude. I don't care how many black votes I thought I could get from him. 
He's reading it. Black people ain't listening. To, no one's listening to you. You sound nuts. The only people that like you and fuck with you is January 6th insurrectionists, that small group of fuckers that would put it all on the line to go into the Capitol. That's where you're at. You're at this. You're at the, the bottom of the bottom, Kanye West. But it's crazy that all the, the Laura Ingrams who get mad when LeBron James, when Colin Kaepernick, when all the athletes, all the celebrities with the shut up and dribble, but they don't say anything to Kanye West. They don't say shut up and rap because you feel like his political point of view aligns with yours. It's pathetic. It's a sad state of affairs. And like I said, Kanye West, you're 45 years old. There's, there's people out here that are struggling. There's people out here that are just trying to figure out how they're going to get their next meal. There's people out here that are trying to figure out their next meal that got left with five, six kids that are on welfare because they have to be. And you're whining and complaining that Meek Mill and Puff Daddy and the culture didn't take care of you. When your billionaire ex-wife took your kid to a birthday party, probably because you were driving her nuts. They didn't want you at, Kanye, they didn't want you at the birthday party. That's why they took the kid. Throw your own birthday party. Kim, Chloe, Cookie, Chris, oh, they were like, fuck him. Fuck him. Let him throw his own party for his kid. We don't waste too nuts. You're going to ruin the birthday party. If you had showed up to the kid's birthday party, what would you have done? You probably would have ruined it. You went on a tangent about the Jewish media and the Jews this and Balenciaga this and Balenciaga that. I will say the greatest thing about the Kanye West interview, and I don't know if it was true or not, the best thing about the Kanye West interview was that he claims that Drake fucked Chris Jenner. I don't know if that's true or not, and I'm not a Drake fan, but if if Drake fucked Chris Jenner, I don't know why he would fuck Chris Jenner, but if you fucked Chris Jenner, Drake, yo, salute, respect. You took one for the team. That's way out there. That's way, way out there. Respect, homie. Also, Noriega and them, don't apologize for having... Well, actually, I, I guess you should because he pissed so many people off. He, he offended George Floyd's family. But one of the stories that he told about the Kris Jenner and the Kim Kardashian, and there's always these rumors that Drake had sex with Kim Kardashian. He says that he saw Drake, I think at the White House or somewhere, and Drake came up to him and he said, nothing ever happened. And allegedly, there were rumors that Kanye West fucked Ivanka Trump. Allegedly. I never heard this rumor. But I guess within the circles of Jared Kushner, who he's also obsessed with, because he's Jewish, he's way up there in Juminati. By the way, Kanye West, Jared Kushner, trust me, I know, high-ranking Juminati member. You're right about that. But I guess there was a rumor that Kanye West sugar-dicked Ivanka Trump, who's married to Jared Kushner, and when... Kanye saw Jared Kushner, he put his arms on Jared Kushner's shoulders and he said, nothing ever happened. And Jared Kushner appreciated that just the way Kanye appreciated Drake saying nothing ever happened. But shout out to Drake. If you did do that or if you didn't, do, that's, just a, that's just a great legacy rumor. If, even if it isn't true, it just shows another side of you. It's like devious lover boy. Like instead of like Drake having like the heart, in his hair, like the part, he should get like a devil. 
for his next album. Like it's like Devious Loverboy. If you fucked Chris Jenner, you're that dude. Like you're the like you're on some Stevie J grimy, some loving hip hop New York shit. I am Rappaport Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the Draft. King's YouTube channel is called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby, needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kaushi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok, will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. NBA starting tonight. The NBA is back. October 18th, the NBA is back. Nobody's talking about it. Personally, as excited as I am about the NBA coming back, I feel like it's two weeks too early. That being said, I'm pumped. I'm not going to deep dive into NBA because I was watching ESPN this morning. They're not even deep diving in the NBA. It's almost like this is the preseason after the preseason. The NBA truly starts Christmas Day for the layman fan. 
And with the NFL being what it's uh, been and college football right now, you have Major League Baseball, you have hockey starting. I guess why would anybody really care about the NBA unless you're hard body karate NBA fan like I am myself? But the NBA starts tonight. And uh, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go into the NBA at some point, obviously, because we get excited um, and talk about all that stuff. But the NFL, ridiculous weekend again. If you follow me on social media, if you follow the captains at Captain Picks, we made a prediction that the New York Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 would beat the Packers by seven and a half. I said last week on the podcast, I said, the Giants got you, Aaron Rodgers, and now the Jets are going to get you. The Jets are going to get you real nice and real proper, and we fucked you real good, Aaron Rodgers. Your team is in disarray. Your team is all is in bad shape. We stuffed your head in a barrel of cheese, you cheese head, fuck you. Brees Hole, the wrecking ball in the New York Jets, beat that ass real nice and real proper. And it was beautiful. And I predicted that morning, the Jets plus seven and a half. People were like, really? It's going to be a close game? And I said, no. You want to make some money? Go to mybookie.ag, the Jets plus seven and a half. I, I don't do... 17 picks. I'm not picking every game, but we knew the think tank at Captain Picks sent your ass to my bookie and people thanked me. I woke up the next day. Thank you, Mike Rap. I won 50 bucks. Thank you, Mike Rap. I won 75 bucks. Don't sound like a lot, but it is. Anyway, the Giants are five and one. Never would have thought. The Jets are four and two. The Giants had a, a comeback win. Versus Lamar Jackson, my quarterback on Rappaport's Delight in the Stern Show Fantasy Football League where I decimated Ben Bardo. And it was a great game. It was a great game. It was a great weekend. All right? Like I told you, Captain Picks, go to CaptainPicks.com. We are all about the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, lacrosse, tennis, soccer, all of it. The Bucks lost in Pittsburgh. Which was crazy. Tom Brady, yo, Tom Brady, you're in trouble too. And I know like, uh, you're like, yo, I didn't leave my fucking wife and my kids, my gorgeous supermodel wife, who's going to take all my money for this bullshit. I know he was saying that to his offensive line. I know he was saying to my receivers, you motherfucker, you, you know how much money this divorce is going to cost me? And you got me out here getting hit. You got me out here throwing interceptions. Fix this shit. Tom Brady, it might be time. This might be the last hoorah for Tom Brady if you don't get it together. The Bills and the Chiefs, that was a fun game. My mother was out there in Kansas City. She had a good time at that. And it was just a great weekend. I mean, a lot of, un not a non-scoring games, not, not a high-scoring season in the NFL despite all the defensive changes and the defensive rules that favor the offense. Uh, but we're heading into week seven, and this week I cannot wait to see the Giants first, the Jaguars, the Seahawks at the Chargers, the Chiefs at the Niners on a bye. We got the Bills, the Rams, the Vikings, the Eagles. Beat the shit out of the Dallas Cowboys. To me, I can't stand both of those teams. The Eagles, the Dallas Cowboys, beat the shit out of each other. I can't stand either one of them, but if you're playing fantasy football, make sure you set your lineups Take care of these teams and your players on your fantasy football team that are on buys. And now we have to do the uh, beloved I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. 
NFL awards. The Nobody Believed in Us, But We're Still Here award goes to the Seattle Seahawks. Geno fucking Smith. That's right. Geno Smith has commanded this offense and the defense has responded all the way through the season. Kyler Murray and the Cardinals, they shut them down. Kyler Murray got paid and they're getting their asses kicked all season long. They've beaten Denver, Detroit, Arizona. It only got blown out by the 49ers. Everybody wrote them off, including me. Including me. But nobody believed in you. But you are still here. That award goes to the Seattle Seahawks. The You're Dead to Me Award doesn't go to a player. No, I'm not giving the You're Dead to Me Award to a certain player this week. I'm giving it to the entire Cleveland Browns team. You suck. The Cleveland Browns are right back where they should be. Right in their comfort zone. Getting blown out. Getting shut out. Getting embarrassed week after week. And I like it. I like it. Yes, I have Nick Chubb on one of my fantasy football teams. I love you, Nick Chubb. But even you, even you can't fix the mess that is the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland, the C stands for karma, you motherfuckers, you. Got beaten by a third-string quarterback. Got shut out by a third-string quarterback. Got blown out at home to the Patriots. And that quarterback, Zappy. I'm not mad that you let my guy Stevenson, Ramondre Stevenson, fantastic name. I'm going to name my my next son Ramondre. That's a fucking name. That's a great name, Ramondre Stevenson. I'm not mad that he ran through the Cleveland Browns defense. I'm happy that he did it. And to add insult to injury, Deshaun Jackson, you sick funk you. I used to love you, Deshaun. Deshaun Watson, I'm sorry. Deshaun Watson got another civil suit coming at him a couple of days ago. So many, I know the Cleveland Browns are like, what did we get ourselves into? This fucking guy. We gave him guaranteed money. This fucking guy, every day, there's another civil lawsuit against our quarterback. But Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns, the C stands for karma. I like seeing you guys suffer. I like seeing the Cleveland Brown fans suffer. Okay? I enjoy it. Ruff, 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 ruff. How about that, dog pound? You fucks you. You got a sick quarterback who gets a civil suit every other day. Ruff, 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 ruff. The I told you so of the week is the Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons are better than you think. Beating the shit out of the 49ers at home by two touchdowns. And I'm telling you, we, we at the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast Think Tank, we know what we're talking about because we watch all the games. We got TVs, we got computers, we got multi-screens. Love the NFL, love the NBA, love college basketball. We love it all. I'm done. What more can I say? Came, saw, disrupted. Came, saw, disrupted. The Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast Tell a friend to tell a friend, Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Take me out of here with something real nice, yes? Take me out of here with something real proper, yes? But most importantly, end this banging museum-quality Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast with something real loud and something real funky. Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. I'm out.
there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.